In this presentation, we will discuss non-deductible contributions. Non-deductible contributions. Although your deduction for IRA contributions may be reduced or eliminated, contributions may be made to your IRA up to the general limit or, if it applies, the K. Bailey Hutchinson spousal IRA limit, the difference between your total permitted contributions and your IRA deduction, if any, is your non-deductible uh, contribution. In other words, when we consider putting money into the IRA, note there's two things we're typically considering. If we're putting money into the IRA, we are typically want that deduction. That's the first thing that's going to come to mind. We're going to say, hey, I would like to get a deduction. And we'll say this is going to be the amount that we get to deduct. And that will affect the amount of tax we pay. It won't be a line for line deduction. I mean, it won't be a dollar for dollar deduction like a credit. It will be a deduction, a deduction acting like a deduction. You can see, though, the deduction may be limited. So we may limit the deduction. We've discussed some of the limitations on the deduction. Because we have a limited deduction, however, doesn't necessarily mean that we can't put a contribution into the IRA. So then the question would be, well, why would I want to? Why would I want to put a contribution into an IRA if I don't get the deduction? What's the point? But note that, again, if you put the money into the IRA, it's possible that the earnings on the IRA would still be deferrable until you get the money back at the end. If you don't get the deduction, however, you might want to consider, of course, a traditional IRA versus a Roth IRA type of consideration. But you still may get benefit in a tax benefit. It just won't be as explicit in the point in time that you put the money in. But you could get a tax benefit in the growth of the funds as hopefully they increase over time being in a savings account with interest or in some type of investment account where you might get dividends or capital gains or something like that over the time that the money is in the investments and then at the point of distribution you'd, you'd have to pay taxes so you would be able to defer the amount of gain the amount of increase in value in that case however of course you probably would want to consider the point that if you're at that limit then you may want to convert over to some other type of retirement, possibly a Roth IRA rather than a traditional IRA. Let's go back to the text. Example, Tony is 29 years old and single. In 2018, he was covered by a retirement plan at work. His salary is 67000 His modified AGI adjusted gross income is 80000 Tony makes a 5500 IRA contribution in 2018. Because he was covered by a retirement plan and his modified AGI adjusted gross income is above 73000 he can't deduct the 5500 IRA contribution. So he put 5500 in to the IRA, but he can't deduct the 5500 because he has a limitation due to the amount of earnings he has, the AGI limitation. Back to the text. He was designated his contribution as a he must designate this contribution as a non-deductible contribution by reporting it on 89 form 8606. So here's a similar example. Here's 8606. So we've got the uh, form 1040. We've got the 80,000 of uh, income. And we're saying that 5,500 was put into the IRA. We see that uh, the software is not giving us the deduction because the software is saying, hey, you're over the amount. And we've got uh, the 8606 then. The non-deductible IRAs is now being generated. There's the 5,500 that uh, was contributed for which we did not get a deduction. Repayment of reservist distributions. Non-deductible contributions may include repayments of qualified reservist distributions. For more information, see qualified reservist uh, repayments under how much can be contributed earlier. Form 8606 
the, uh, to designate contributions as non-deductible, you must file Form 8606. You don't have to designate a contribution as non-deductible until you file uh, your tax return. When you file, you can even uh, designate otherwise deductible contributions as non-deductible contributions. You must file Form 8606 to report non-deductible contributions even if you didn't have to file a tax return for the year. Caution, Form 8606 isn't used for the year that you make a rollover from a qualified retirement plan to a traditional IRA and the rollover includes non-taxable amounts. So we're not really talking about a rollover here. We're typically thinking about the amount that a rollover meaning taking money out of one qualified type of retirement type of plan, rolling it over or putting it into another, which isn't typically another contribution, which is different. We're considering a contribution here that wasn't deductible, but typically would normally. And the normal reason it would not be deductible is because of the AGI, some type of AGI limitation usually. Back to the text. Uh, in those situations, a form 8606 is completed for the year you take the distribution from that IRA. Uh, see Form 8606 under Distributions Fully or Partially Taxable in Publication 590B. Failure to Report Non-Deductible Contributions If you didn't report non-deductible contributions, all of the contributions to your traditional IRA will be treated like deductible contributions when withdrawn. So note that's going to be one of the major kind of benefits or differences here, of course. If you don't get the deduction, notice again the deal that we have with the IRS considering the deduction for IRAs. So we're back to a lower income. If we get this deduction, then the 5500 the, the point is we're not paying taxes on it now. And at the end of the time period, when we take it out, that's the point in time that we typically would think that we would pay taxes on it. But if I don't get this deduction at the point in time that I put it into the IRA, then you would think that when I take it out of the IRA, then it sh I shouldn't have the same tax treatment for it because I already paid taxes on it when I put it into the IRA. So in essence, uh, you want to be able to tell the the uh, IRA, the IRS, and be able to designate and say, hey, these are contributions that were not deductible. And therefore, hopefully, you have favorable tra tax treatment when the money is pulled out because you didn't get the benefit on the front end and therefore shouldn't uh, have to pay taxes on the distribution side of things. Back to the text, all distributions from IRAs from IRA will be taxed unless you can show with satisfactory evidence that non-deductible contributions were made. And again, if you can do the tax planning before you put the, the distribution or the contribution into the IRA, you might want to consider then if it's not going to be deductible to put it into some other type of IRA. We'll discuss uh, a Roth type of IRA may be a better situation because then you don't have as much of that kind of confusion or that's one of the benefits of it. So if we're not going to get the deduction, then we might say, hmm, maybe the maybe the traditional IRA isn't the way to go. Maybe we put money into a uh, Roth type of IRA or some other uh, retirement type of benefit plan. Back to the text. Penalty for overstatement. If you overstate the amount on, of non-deductible contributions on your Form 8606 for any tax year, you must pay a penalty of $100 for each overstatement unless it was due to reasonable cause. So there's going to be penalties for the overstatement penalty for failure to file 8606. You will have to pay a $50 penalty if you don't file a required form 8606 unless you can prove that the failure was due to reasonable cause. 
tax on earnings and non-deductible contributions. As long as contributions are within the contribution limits, none of the earnings or gains on contributions, deductible or non-deductible, will be taxed until they are distributed. So again, you can see that you, you still have some of the benefit. You might still benefit there by putting the money into the retirement plan. Because hopefully, the idea would be that you're going to put the money in, even if you don't get the deduction here, then you'll say, hey, that was a distribution that was, uh, I didn't get a benefit on it. And then hopefully, at the, at when you get the money back at the distribution, you don't have to pay taxes on the amount that you, uh, on that amount that you contributed in it. And you still get the deferral, hopefully, of the earnings as it grows. So whatever's in the IRA, as it grows, hopefully it grows. Uh, hopefully the investments are doing well, then typically you would be paying interest dividends on it uh, as as the earnings happen. You'd be paying taxes on those. Typically you don't. If it's within a traditional IRA type of account, you don't pay those taxes upon until the point in time of distribution. So you still get some benefit, possibly the deferral of the gains on uh, the investment, things like interest dividends, possibly other gains like capital gains. Back to the text, cost basis. You will have a cost basis in your traditional IRA if you made any non-deductible contributions. Your cost basis is the sum of the non-deductible contributions to your IRA minus any withdrawals and distributions of non-deductible contributions. Caution. Commonly, distribu uh, commonly, distributions from your traditional IRAs will include both taxable and non-taxable cost basis amounts. So if you get a distribution then, Again, this is going to kind of confuse things because now you're, you're thinking about your IRA, which has a cost basis in it. And that would be like the investment amount possibly or the amount that you may not have to pay taxes on. So part of the distribution then is more complex. When you pull the money out, part of it might be taxable and part of it may not be taxable based on the fact that you put money into it and some of it was non-deductible at the point of time that it was put into it. If you can separate the two, if you can say, hey, my traditional IRA is basically all uh, deductible contributions and my Roth IRA is, is, is a different type of IRA, then and you can keep those totally separate, it might be easier to consider. And note, as you do this, you're considering in retirement time, a couple things you want to consider during retirement time. One, you want to make, you want to maximize the amount that you can take out. And so it would be nice if you can take some out of a a traditional IRA you might have to pay taxes on and some out of something like a Roth IRA or some other investment that you wouldn't pay taxes on so you can live off a good wage or a good amount of money without paying taxes on the whole thing, possibly. And two, you want to consider ease of taking the money out. We're going to be old. We're not going to be thinking that well, right? And we've our whole lives, we might have been putting this money into a, into a W-2 fund. We're not used to doing tax planning where I got to figure how much tax I'm going to pay every time I pull money out. So we also uh, want to make the, the tax calculation in terms of pulling money out uh, and paying taxes or how we're going to figure out how much tax we owe and that kind of thing fairly easy. So we can, once uh, we're pulling money out, do that without too much trouble, hopefully.